Hello everyone and welcome to the Casa Podcast. It's Kujo again in the building and today <laughs> I have a full house. We're going to dare to go where no podcast has ever gone. I hope those of you who are Star Trek fans would get that reference, right? We're going to boldly go where no podcast has ever gone. We're going to try to safely navigate cancel culture without getting canceled. I, I am scared that after this show, I have some guests in the house. I know they're going to get us in trouble and get us canceled. But I have Nanikia, I have Kwisi, and I have Ifia boy in the building. Guys, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. Kwisi. I'm good, man. Good. <laughs> Today, we're going What's to be talking on? about cancel culture. We're going to be talking about cancel culture. But before we go get into the conversation, guys, how was your week? Nanikia, how was your week? Uh, I had a long week, but mm-hmm. I'm just glad it's over and I got some rest. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. The weekend is over, yeah. Nanikia. Well, I still have a few hours. Don't rain on it. Nanikia is trying to cancel her week. How was your week? I had a great week. It wasn't so hectic. Just the usual. Nothing serious. I see. Sunday fun day, guy. Sunday fun day. The first one himself. How was your week? Sure. Charlie, it was good. I didn't work Friday, so three-day weekend. Okay. Oh, I can't okay. I can't complain. I'll take that every week. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice to see how How, how was your week? Ah, good one. Now, now 36 episodes into season two. Now you guys have caught it. Season one, they always forgot to ask how my week went. But That's not yes. true. My my week was amazing, guys. Um I bumped into something that really made the week even super exciting right i realized one of my friends one of my friends from kenya has a podcast and i found about it this week and i just binge listened to the entire thing it's the Kalish talk show i'm going to plug i've never plugged any podcast on the show before but today i'm going to plug a podcast it, it was it was it was amazing i enjoyed it he had some very wonderful t- did we lose him? About to discuss. Yeah, we lost him. There he is. Hey, you did? No, he's here. He's here. It's okay. Yeah, we, we did lost lose you for, you for like a second. Hey, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't lose me. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. So I was talking about the show I bumped into this week, the Kalish Talk Show. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I binge listened to it a lot. And then there's there's an idea. I'm trying to get him on the podcast too. He's a very funny guy. Very funny guy. So his tagline is your girlfriend's favorite podcaster. And so once he starts the show, hello, it's your girlfriend's favorite podcaster. He is a very funny guy. I'm trying to get him on here. He has these games he plays on his show. And I think Casa Podcast would definitely play that game. But oh. I did and it made my week very wonderful. But yeah, that was my weekend. Now that we're not going to cancel anyone, I hope we're not going to cancel anyone. We're going to dive into cancel culture. A lot of us hear about cancel culture. It's almost everywhere you go. Uh, he's been canceled. She's been canceled. Oh, they canceled that. Oh, they boycotted that. And most people scratch their heads like, what's this thing? Where did it come from? What's cancel culture? Where did it come from? How did it start? Guys, let's get into the origin of this whole cancel culture business. How did it start? Where did it come from? Crazy, you want to take us? Oh, uh, man. I, I would say mm-hmm. urban culture... It's more into cancel culture now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ask me to define uh, cancel culture, I'll say mm-hmm. it's, uh, 
it's it's this it's this uh culture where um it's people showing consumers right mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. it's like consumerism like whatever you're putting out because of something you did or something you said in the mm -hmm, past mm -hmm. we're no longer gonna consume it whether you're mm -hmm. a rapper you're an actor you're a politician you're a lawyer you're what once people know you whatever you're selling whether it's your service or your goods or whatever they don't want to touch it right mm -hmm. so the consumers don't want to touch whatever mm -hmm. they don't want to consume what you're bringing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that, that's how that's how i define it or that's how i i, I see it but okay i mean i think there's so, several definitions uh so to you cancel culture is basically a form of consumerism Mostly, yep. mostly political, right? Where people are expressing their values through these things, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, yep, yep. don't like something, they don't agree with you on a certain moral or you know, on a value, then they mm -hmm. would express their feedback. So, I, I don't like what you said, so I'm not going to listen to any more of what you have to say. I don't like yep. your position on this, so I'm not going to buy your stuff. Interesting consumerism, but how did it get to this point where it's it, it doesn't look like it's consumerism anymore? Nanakia, would you agree that it's more from just consumerism to like a movement, like a campaign, like a campaign yeah. to boycott someone, a campaign to not listen to a musician? How did we get here? When did so, this change? With with a little um, information that I gathered, cancel culture. I mean the the phrase has been there long enough. Mm -hmm. But it became a polarized or popularized um, around 20, um, 2017 when the Me Too movement started mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people like Harvey Weinstein and, mm -hmm. um, you know, all mm -hmm. the way down to Bill Cosby and the rest mm -hmm. got in trouble. Some actually lost their jobs, some are actually mm -hmm. in jail. Mm -hmm. um, but that's when cancel culture became a, a movement at that mm. point. But it's been there from, from a long time ago, like in the 90s. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, uh, definitely. Bringing up the mutual movement, most of us, most people think that's where it started. That's where it, it became like, it, it came in, it, it took center stage in the public discussion, right? Okay. Before the movement took off, I mean, yeah, people were doing all these boycotts and all. It was low-key. And it was more yeah. like me and my friends are not going to buy from this shop anymore because they were rude yeah. to me. But yeah. now it's like it got a lot of, it gained a lot of traction. Very what? Okay, yeah. do you, what do you think? Again, the Me Too movement and, and political consumerism and even like all these consumerism um, activities picking steam what do you think the role of social media especially twitter played in all this becoming what it's become i mean <laughs> social media i think it was through social media that made everything popular right because mm -hmm. initially it was very individual as he said it's just my friend and i we're not going to the shop anymore and then mm -hmm. that was it but when people realize the power of social media and how they can call people out on social media mm -hmm. they realize people use social media more than it just being like an entertainment but you know somebody build a whole career around it mm -hmm. where they push their brand and all that they realize they could call people out on social media mm -hmm. and especially twitter where you get Twitter is like one of the most of the social media um platforms is like posting pictures twitter is more like typing what you think like mm -hmm. it's more of test than pictures mm -hmm. initially it was less of pictures now i mean we see pictures now mm -hmm. so that was where people take out their phone and tweet at you and they know you it's like at you you 
they're going at you because i mean the instagram you know brands don't really allow celebrities to handle their own instagram accounts because you know mm-hmm. the picture and how you look pictorially they want it to look a certain way but when it comes to tweets most people know i mean they handle their own tweets and all that so when they tweet at you they know it's gonna come at you. yeah they're coming straight at you and that's <laughs> where people started calling people out and because now you know it's a global the world is a global village right so now everyone uses the internet and so it's so easy it's it's made everything easy to reach out to people call people out you know draw people's attention to what they do and now it's like we over we were doing it but yeah <laughs> we're overdoing it, it it's funny because whenever you were talking about twitter my 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 mind was going to this thing where i mean like we said consumerism has been around in a, for a long time i remember in in the 90s right there was a boycott on nike goods because they were using sweat short labor right basically mm-hmm. kids and underpaid kids in developing countries were being forced to make all these nike shoes these gap things and people people did protest right nestle had this big scandal that people were like we're not going to buy from nestle again right and so like you'd see all these things and to get a movement going you needed i i remember the guy who started the whole uh, boycott the gap he had to create a whole website and then get people to sign on and buy on to the idea. So it, it was a process. It took a while. And people get, got convinced. Like people would ask questions. Why are we boycotting this, right? Getting traction was difficult. But now all you need is a hashtag, it looks like. like yeah. Twitter has made boycotting and organizing a lot easier. I mean, it has its good sides, right? Political yeah. mobilization, getting people to sign on to things have become a lot easier. But uh, then again, things like boy, um, you know, um, cancel culture has also become a lot easier. Like people can wake up in their pajamas and start a whole cancel project. Like, oh, I don't like what Nanapia said to me. Hashtag boycott Nanapia. And by lunchtime, enough people would have signed on and it's trending. And before you realize, Nanapia is losing a job. And so I, I can see the role social media has played, and especially in terms of explaining like people are not asking questions anymore how much explanation can you give in 140 characters so boycott kwesi it's like okay well i know kwesi i really didn't like him so hashtag boycott kwesi and before i realize frost is losing his job (laughs) you can you can you can boycott you can boycott kwesi man hey are you sure um you can't you can't cancel me man okay okay. (laughs) i I I mean twitter is 100 you can't use 140 characters I, I I um I I deserve more than 140 characters. I, oh, I yeah. know I know Kwame can assassinate your Twitter profile in a few seconds. I know yeah. Kwame can cancel you. I mean <laughs> no, that guy can't. has no he can't. <laughs> okay. Before I have a ton of questions, and we're definitely going to dive into the conversation some more. We I, I I need to know if I'm on the verge of being cancelled. But before then, I'm going to read some of the comments, right? Because our lovely viewers are in the building and the comments are coming in. If you're here and you haven't yet put your comment in, let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you think about so, um, cancel culture. Tell me when you think it began. Let you know. Answer these questions in the comment section. And if you're watching the rerun, it's not too late to join the conversation. Leave a comment anyways. We're going to jump in. Nanekia has taken it upon herself to go into the comment section and respond to every comment. So you drop a comment and Nanekia is going to get back to you on that. But I'm going to read the ones we're getting in now. Michael is in the building. I told you, Chrissy, watch yourself. Michael said, we come. Oh, Michael, welcome. Welcome to the show. Cancel. 
<laughs> Michael is saying, welcome everyone. Rashid is here. I almost asked if you had the king of oh, you had the king of RB. That would okay. definitely get you cancelled. We're definitely going to get into some of this. And 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 for the listeners and the people who've joined, I can promise you one thing. In this show, there's going to be a lot of gossip. The people sitting here, if you're a boy, it's not the only gossip. Now, <laughs> they all have what do you mean I'm not only gossip. I don't gossip. Listen, from season one, we've known you to be the snitch. Please, please. No, but please, today your snitching is going to be. Listen, we we giving you full mandate. Tell us the stories. Give us the tea. Listen, I have my tea right here, and we're going to spill a lot of the tea behind most of the cancellations you've seen. I know a lot of people are like, listen, what really happened? How did this person get canceled? How did Kevin Hart? How did, um, you know, Doja Cat? All the people who've been canceled. We're going to dive into some of them, give you the step-by-step, play-by-play what they did and how things went down. So we're going to spill some tea. So grab your tea and drop a like on the video and let's continue. Amanda is saying, my wife representing. Amanda, I'm not going to go into the into this comment, but there's a whole dust up that happened earlier today. Banana juice and everything were involved. But we're going to leave that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, hey, could you, you're a vanishing man. Yes, I have been trying to learn how to vanish, but my internet is saying no way. Not today. So I'm here. I'm not going anywhere anymore. Nanekia, love. Much love from PY. PY is sending all the love. Kwame just bust bubbles. He's like, PY, Nanekia is married. Thank you. Kwame. Kwame, you don't have to be doing this. Okay? Um, Rashid said, your girlfriend's favorite podcaster. So if you're single, you shouldn't watch it. Canceled. (laughs) So, Kalish... Um, listen, I think your tagline is really rubbing Rashid off the wrong way. Rashid is like, he's not going to listen or he's going to cancel you because he's single. <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend for you to be their favorite um, podcaster. <laughs> Kalish, I'd, I'd send a mes- message to him, Rashid, and maybe he would change the tagline. But I, I, it was catchy. I liked it. Your girlfriend's favorite podcaster, the Kalish show once again. So many plugs today. Kalish should start paying me. Abbas, I will come for my money. <laughs> PY PY is saying ah what is this can't a brother be happy, happy seeing, seeing his sister, sister? I, I'm surprised I mean um, hmm, Kwame uh, okay Kwame has agreed Kwesi is repping everything Chicago yes he is repping Chicago Paul if you hadn't said it none of us was going to comment um, I'm also I was, I was going to comment I'm also repping New Orleans come on Blue uh, Demon <laughs> yep. let's move on Nanekia went to do research. Cancel culture, as the name explains itself. My boss, Kwame. Kwame, your comments Cancel culture, hashtag, I can't repeat this hashtag on here. Yeah, don't. I I really don't want to demonetize my podcast. I've already said something that I'm already worried about getting a a strike on. So I'm not going to do that. Dachehine is here. He's like, hello, everyone. Hello, Dachehine. Welcome. I salute. We salute you too. And Paul's Ghana is saying, oh, my mother. Who's the mother here? Hey, there's two women. Now we're okay. Yeah, that's my son. 
Your mother didn't disown you. If your boy was almost disowning you, if your <laughs> boy is worried when people think she's too cold, young so. for this, exactly. No, I, Whenever... I, actually have, I actually have two sons, so I mean, okay. I thought it was uh, one of them for a hmm. minute. If yeah, I like your hairstyle, Nanikia, oh, you're looking you. amazing. Yes, Nanikia is looking amazing, and if you're your boy's hairstyle, you know, if you is always rocking if as usual, always looking you good, know, yeah. but yeah. We're going to dive into the conversation. Thanks for the comments and keep the comments coming in. Like I said, if you're watching the rerun, it's never too late. Let us know what you think, right? Hit us in the comment section, drop a comment, drop a like, share the video. That, that's also very helpful. It helps us a lot. If you're a boy, it's going to be famous if you keep sharing. So um, <laughs> let, let's keep going. But back mm. to cancel culture, back to cancel culture. And I have a big question for you guys. Before we get into the details of the stories i want to talk about kiddy and everyone but my question is who deserves to be cancelled in your opinion what is a cancelable offense what would someone do for you to say huh i think you went too far now you're cancelled um Nanika, who deserves to be cancelled um i i don't know if i'm i'm in a position to say who should be cancelled but um i think some people just take things too far um, and I say that um, if people's actions, you know, like we discussed earlier, when people actually show you that mm -hmm. they just don't care about their repercussions um, or just don't care who they hurt mm -hmm. um, and will just do things, you know, maybe racist actions or uh, mobilizing people to act in a very bad way, mm -hmm. um, they definitely need to be canceled. I'm always on the fence about things like that, but I think some people definitely do deserve to be cancelled at some point yeah okay. we can't always give it um keep giving the olive branch so, so so to you people who are not changing their mind people who are constantly engaged on the impact their actions are having on others and are not changing their mind they deserve to be cancelled sister i'm with you right there amen amen, amen. if you are <laughs> being addressed on an issue if you're being called out on an issue and listen, you have to change and you stick to your guns and you're not changing. I think you deserve to be canceled. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're not the cancel police, but you know, there are some things we can all stand behind. Quizzy, who do you think deserves to be canceled? Um, I don't think anybody should be canceled for what they say. Okay. I think we should cancel people for what they do. They and do. Uh, okay. if they cause deliberately cause harm to people you know mm -hmm. what they do because to me action speaks louder than words it's mm -hmm. not you can say whatever you want but mm -hmm. i watch you say uh watch what they do not no, what they not say. say not what they say yeah mm -hmm. so the, the the um what you do if 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 you do bunch of dumb stuff to inflict pain and harm mm -hmm. on people mm -hmm. yeah we should get rid of your ass like asap go <laughs> to, the to the left to the left to the left I Marcus, you don't, you, don't you think that sometimes people um people's words instigate certain actions mm. so oh they do mm. they no, 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 no. i'm I saying mean... okay in, in this case right mm -hmm. if you go sit if you know 20 people Mm -hmm. And you go tell them to go do something stupid. I don't want to say anything like go do something real harmful to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're part of the 20 people the action, that you just, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's part of the action. Mm -hmm. So it's not, I mean, just sitting yeah, so on. Sometimes, I mean, people say things and 
if we go with oh we shouldn't really cancel people on what they say people are not going to be responsible especially when it comes to words they'll just say anything because yeah, but if you have people just day, like to run their mouth right so people so run i their think mouth. Let, let's put what Kwesi said and what nanekia said together people don't deserve to be canceled for what they say if you're going to take the time out of your day to have a conversation about it, hey, this this thing you said is harmful to society. Why? A, B, C, and D are the reasons why it's harmful. Well, I'm going to say it anyways. Well, then you're warned. Then they keep saying it. Then you cancel them. I think it should be the beginning. Because, again, people change their mind, right? I, I know there are a lot of positions I held maybe 10 years ago. That after learning and interacting with people and engaging with people, I'm like, mm, it was not a very smart thing to say. So I take it back and I say better, right? I change my mind. Mm -hmm. And so I completely agree, even with actions, right? Mm -hmm. We need to have a conversation with people. And so, yes, if it's persistent acting a fool, if it's persistent saying the dumb stuff, then I think you may deserve to be canceled. One time, it's the beginning of a conversation, right? Someone says something very um, ethnically charged, right? Um, for, for the part of the world we come from, right? They say something very ethnically charged. Oh, our crap people are like that. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're canceled. No, no, no. So can cancel to cancel someone, it has to be like the, the end part, like the, what you, the final thing last, you do. Yeah, that should be the, the last, last, last resort. That yeah. should be the last resort, right? Start a conversation, actions, and even speech. But I personally, I don't think speech should, people should be canceled for speech. Because, um, you know, we need, it's, it's a dialogue. And I think society breaks down when we stop having a dialogue. Someone says something crazy, you think is crazy. It's your duty to point out to them why it's crazy. Not cancel them. Because they're going to go somewhere else and say the same thing. And yeah. maybe the next audience would not cancel them. They will herald them. And then they'll say the same dumb stuff. And before you realize, they're the leader of your country or maybe worse, right? And so you have to engage. <laughs> when someone says something you disagree with, you, you should have reasons why it's not a good thing. And educate people. I think ignorance is, is, a, is, a, is a nice thing to embrace and, you know, educate. And then we move on. That's how society builds. Because there are things that are crazy today that tomorrow might be okay. And there are things that we think are so perfect today. And uh, you go and say it in 20 years and the kids are going to look at you like, what the heck is wrong with you, right? And so dialogue, mm -hmm. I think, canceling people for speech, I, I get why some people do it. But I think for me, it's not deserving of cancel. If you're what? What, what deserves to get someone canceled? Who deserves to be canceled? I think you guys have said it all, right? But when mm -hmm. it comes to the speech, that is where I have a little problem. Mm -hmm. I feel like people should be more responsible, even though we all know we are learning. And so we are not, you know, we, we don't know it all. So sometimes you say something. But imagine someone with a large following, right? Mm -hmm. And then the person might not know what they are saying. But these mm -hmm. people are obsessed with this person. And the moment the person tweeting it, then they go with it. And mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, let's have a dialogue with this person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the harm might already be done. Like you're done with it already. Whatever mm -hmm. you you said, you, it's, it's past. The deed has already been done, hmm. you know. And so I think um, 
when it comes to our words and what we tweet or what we say, mm-hmm. we should we should exercise some caution because once it's gone, it's it's gone. You can apologize, mm-hmm. I mean, oh. but you know the harm is already done. <laughs> Interesting. See, I uh, I uh, let me say some. Uh, you said what we say, right? Uh, people that have large following, right? Twitter, unless Twitter is a cult, right? If it's not a cult, then we shouldn't really worry about what they say. And if it is, you can't change the following. The followers, you can't change their mind, right? Because hmm. a cult is a cult. If it's a cult, they, they'll, they will do what the leader says, right? Hmm. But social media is not a cult. Unless we want to go that route, like we it, we can classify it as, oh, if you have... Two million followers, and if you tell all of them to jump, they're gonna jump, right? If you this the only time that I will agree with the speech part is when it's um you're inciting violence, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're inciting violence, telling people that will tell them to jump, they'll jump, they'll go harm other people. Then yeah, mm-hmm. maybe at that point it's not really canceling. It's like putting you in cuffs arresting your ass right mm-hmm. so, so we, mm-hmm. we, we got to be careful with that the speech thing because it's interesting. like interesting you're in the middle and if, if you're not careful you may fall on the left or the right that's how i see it hmm. and so i i i think i see where you're coming from right but mm-hmm. the the pushing it to the cult bit is where i disagree it's, it's not about whether or not it's a cult right there's something in 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 political in when you study society right there's something called stochastic terrorism right it, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to have a cult following but mm-hmm. something you say can lead people to take certain actions yeah. i completely agree with people being responsible for their own actions you can't say hey i love beyonce so much beyonce said i should go and slap crazy so i went to slap crazy well well you end up in court and you i agree uh, yeah but you get slapped back no but it's also important for those of us or those people in authority people who have a following mm-hmm. to be mindful of the things they say because you know there are things that instigate people to do not very smart things right or dumb things right and so yes i think everybody has a duty the 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 person with the following the 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 celebrity the the person on the pedestal owes the people down there cheering him on some level of you know sanitizing their speech being mindful being responsible knowing how the words they're going because we we always talk about um, there's things like this and the influence social media has and we look at it on the negative side but some of us have been inspired positively by things we see on social media we've yep. heard people speak personally Kobe after his passing there were videos and then I hear him say things and then I would have goosebumps like you've got to be the hardest working person I'm like damn that that, that is inspirational right and so whether we like it or not words have meaning words can drive people to do things words even your friends i right, keep going crazy you're doing a great job oh if you're a boy you, you're killing it you know like Nanikia, hey, go mm-hmm. smash it these things have an influence one follow or a hundred followers our words have um, consequences right and so we owe it to our listeners the people who are going to read our tweets the people who are going to listen to our talk right we owe it to them to be mindful to take that into account yeah. and the people who are listening 
should all, they owe it to themselves and to us. One, to not misinterpret what we do and not go do crazy things all in the name of He told me. Why did you jump mm-hmm. off the bridge? He told me to. No, no, it doesn't work like that, right? And so yeah. I, I completely agree with the whole speech thing. But again, I, I think I'm with PC here. What someone says should only be the beginning of a dialogue, right? Someone gives a thesis, you don't agree, you give an antithesis, and then we sit down and we synthesize, right? And then we grow our society. We don't say, hey, he said something I don't like, so cancelled. That person said this, so cancelled. But now that is that is where we are now, right? So now instead of cancelling people, um, let me say based on facts or things mm-hmm. that it's generally accepted to be wrong Mm -hmm. now people are canceling based on their beliefs Mm. so if i believe this is how something is supposed to be Mm -hmm. and the the other person doesn't is not on the same page with me you're canceled now we are just it's like (laughs) too much emotions and Mm. you know people are just looking for a reason to be angry about something at every point you know that is exactly exactly where the conversation is going to go next where are we now how does cancel culture look like today we talked about the genesis for those of you just joining the conversation we talked about the genesis where it began what it really kind of meant at this incipient stages and then we we just had this we concluded a discussion on who deserves to be cancelled i think the consensus in the room is well some people deserve to be cancelled, like Naneki I was saying. Like at the point, you need to cancel people. But uh, we were like, okay, actions. For me, actions sometimes, you know, there's there's not much you can do to explain away actions. So actions for me are like more cancelable. But with words, the things people are saying, there's a freedom of speech, right? But your freedom of speech means you should also have some sensible reasoning for saying what you're saying. And so it's a dialogue. And if we be, we're able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that your position is wrong and you persist, you still st- stick with that, then it's about time to cancel you. Now we're going to go to something if yeah, your boy just hinted at. That is how it is now. How is cancel culture looking now? Because clearly... It's none of what we are talking about here. I mean, nobody made us the custodians of cancel culture. Nobody made us the the movement leaders. But it's clearly very different from what it's supposed to be or what it's supposed to look like. But before we dive into that, a few of the comments have come in. Let me just quickly dive into a few of them. Rashid is saying, I believe we all need to be canceled, but also given the opportunity to change. If they ask for the opportunity i I like what he said there everybody can be cancelled nobody's above being cancelled but but before you cancel us give us the opportunity to change and that opportunity would only come when people ask for it you know i'm aware of what my actions or my words can do what they're capable of doing and i'm sorry about it i would like to be given the opportunity to do better you don't but you yes, know, some people ask for the opportunity and they don't use it. That that is why we are coming to where it is now. We we would we would dive into individual stories soon. I joy Yabs is here. Yabs is in the building. I'm hope I hope I'm not late. And um yeah, Papa is like, hey Papa is. It's funny how they claim they are for freedom of speech and yet they cancel people for speaking what's on their mind. Absolutely. It's one of the biggest puzzles, right? It's like a catch-22. Like, you have freedom of speech, 
no not the freedom of speech to say that <laughs> not not that can i say that no not that and so at the end of the day there's is there any freedom because i can't <laughs> say any of the things right and so yeah they tell you oh freedom of speech go be whoever you want to be can i be that no not that can i parents in particular freedom of, the way cancel culture works <laughs> with societies like parents and their kids <laughs> hey Koijo, you can grow up and be anything you want anything yeah anything you want like a footballer mm, no like a musician no like a drug <laughs> Yeah, let me just leave it there. <laughs> but yeah, you can be anything you want, but not everything on your list. You do not have to be an engineer, doctor, you know, something, you know, anything in the list. The traditional. <laughs> yeah. The traditional acceptable ones. Wait, this a, a, Kwame is saying you're late, you're canceled. Kwame, oh, who, Kwame. Made you, who made you the cancel king? And foul on my side. Absolutely. Kwame, stay away from Yeb's site. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into the conversation around what it looks like today. Because clearly cancel culture is not this dialogue where people are having a conversation about what was wrong and what was right. It's become someone tweets something in the morning in their pajamas, having not even brushed their teeth or done any cleanup in the morning. They wake up, ah, I hate if you're a boy. If you're a boy, um, Slap quizzy, cancel if you're a boy. Hashtag if you must go. Hey. And by lunchtime, it would have garnered 180k retweets, and then people, your your companies will start coming to you if you're a boy. You know, um, we we look like it looks like we're losing followers. Um, your your next deal has been cancelled, right? Um, um, we're sorry to announce to you, we cannot work with you. You're you've become very toxic to our brand. Like these days, it's so easy. It's still a dialogue. It's like enough people sign up on. It's like those petitions that go around, and then you get cancelled. What what that is at least my view of things. Nanika, what do you think it looks like? What does cancel culture look like to you now? Um, so for me, it has its um, good and bad side um, mm -hmm. now, because now, like in a grand scheme, scheme of things, like for corporate America, um, they are more aware um, and they are more guarded. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but at least um, it, it's helping like a, a social um, change. It's mm -hmm. it promoting social change. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that might have been harmful but people just looked away mm -hmm. but now um corporate or companies are being held responsible for mm -hmm. their employees acting the fool you know mm -hmm. we saw that with nbc i think it was william brino i forgot his name where mm -hmm. he was pretty much predating on the female colleagues mm -hmm. and he's been doing that for years nobody mm -hmm. cares mm -hmm. but because of the cancel culture and i think it was also part of the me too movement all these women in the company, some who had left, some who got fired because they spoke up, um, you know, held up the company, held up NBC for not doing much at the time. And they ended up terminating his contract. And we, that guy is nowhere to be found now on, on, on air. Like nobody will hire him. Hmm. And for me, that is one of the good things. It's changing the social, um, you know, things that were not acceptable, but people didn't really care because... You know, people had power and could do whatever they want. But on the flip side, um, it's also leading to intolerance. People are not um, taking their time to listen or have an open mind to understand where people might come from. So I think it's in two ways. What people say, like we said earlier, yes, we can hear people out and we can educate 
or just agree mm-hmm. to disagree. Mm-hmm. But we also know there are some instances where people are deliberate. They know exactly what they are saying. They know they are trying to ruffle some feathers. I mean, we saw one in the U.S. Con- con- Congress not long mm-hmm. ago where a whole bunch of people gathered at the Capitol trying to burn down the place, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are now going to go into Congress about it. Mm-hmm. And people have been arrested. But it all started on social media. People started mobilizing on social media. So if they were caught on early and people were like, oh, these people are trying to create, you know, an election, whatever, and people were calling them out early, the cancel culture might have disrupted that process. Mm. But because we didn't allow it or we were like, oh, you can bully people for what they say or you can give them a a chance to speak whatever they, they wanted to say. Now they got a chance to also act on it. So mm. for me, it, right now, yes, let's allow people to talk, but there should also be a line. If you cross the line, honestly, you would. You got to pay the, the fine. Of it. Exactly. So <laughs> someone mentioned there's a freedom of speech. I don't mm-hmm. think that's, that's a question. Like okay. we all know there's freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But if your, your speech is clearly going to offend a large number of people, Mm. Not just me sitting somewhere in my in my house thinking, oh, I want to mm. eat watch it this month. No, if it's offending a group of people, Muslims, black people, you know, you know, religious sect. Like if you know you're deliberately doing this or saying this to ruffle feathers, you know what you're doing. Like people shouldn't be excused for these things. And for me, that's where I stand on the council culture. I think it's guarding certain things and also in a way it's not yeah. making people open minded so, so i'm hearing two yeah. things here you think the yeah. state of cancel culture today is one accountability it's yeah. making people be held accountable for their words and the second part is like this punishment it's the yeah. judge um, jury executor everything the, the punishment bit i think there are two sides to this and and i think th- there's a lot to be said about whether or not or at least how people see it is it mm-hmm. is it holding people accountable today and is it not holding people accountable and you remember at the beginning of the show for those who were here at the start i promised we were going to spill some tea nanekia started a few i talked about how it is today I have a story I'm going to share. Efia and Kwesi and Nanekwe are all going to share their story. But the story <laughs> I want to share is one of the most famous cancel culture uh, you know, controversies, the brohahas that happened in the last decade. It's the Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars ordeal, the whole story. And for those of you listening and those watching who didn't pay attention to it or don't know the story, here it goes. Um... We all know this famous, in my opinion, one of the funniest comedians to ever do it. He's been successful. I mean, he's had a wonderful career. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is a comedian. We've always known him to be funny, edgy. He tells stories about his family. I remember when he had a son and he's like, this son is not very smart because his son thought he was actually Spider-Man. He tells so many jokes about his son. And Kevin is one of those people who brings his family into his comedy. There's yeah. no divide. He lets you into his house. He talked about how his his daughter played him, where his daughter was like, I want cookies. And the wife is like, you can't have cookies. Like, Daddy, I want cookies. Like, you can't have cookies. Because she said, so like, I thought you're the man of the house, right? <laughs> and so like, he, he, he lets us in. And he makes a lot of jokes with his kids in. But in 2009, July 2009, 
again, I'm given a rough timeline. If you want the exact dates, let me know and I would tell you. But in July yeah. 2009, he made a series of jokes about his son and, and the LGBTQ community. One of the jokes, uh, and it's funny depending on where you sit, was if he found out his son was gay, he would go and buy a dollhouse and come and bash his son's, it over his son's head, break it over his son's head. For someone who doesn't like a lot of violence, that was yeah a bit uh, like why would you it's it's not that deep but it wasn't a joke it was a tweet right but it wasn't just a tweet it was a part of his comedy he had already worked into a joke so it's it's this joke thing so it's like the punchline of the joke that he shared the whole joke is a long i think it's like a six minute video on youtube he did it in one of his specials um so the LGBTQ community pushed back on this. This was in July 2009, right? So in 2010, he was on a podcast and the host asked him about it. And he made jokes about it. And like, listen, uh, it's, it's a joke. It's not a big deal. And they're like, no, no, no. You can't joke like that. So Kevin officially apologized on a podcast. And he sent out a tweet apologizing in 2010 for that tweet. March 2000, May 2015, right? Uh, I think March 2015, the LGBTQ community confronted him again on the same joke. And first, he made this, oh, funny is funny. It was a funny joke. But, and they're like, no, 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 we're not playing with you, man. Like, that's not something you should say. So again, he talked about it, apologized. And in his 2015 special, he talks about it. And he's like, listen, um, I, I would be happy if my my son is gay. I'd support him. Like it's a joke and all that. So it's actually in the and and that, that was like the beginning of the political correctness movement, right? So people were holding people. So in 2015, he offers another apology and he puts it in this show. So in December, the Oscars tell him, "Hey, you're hosting the Oscars in 2019." So December 2018, he has told that. Kevin goes on Twitter and tweets it. Hey, finally, my dream to host the Oscars is coming true. And the Oscars gets a ton, a ton of replies to that tweet. So they also tweeted, Kevin is hosting the 2019 Oscars. And people are like, how can you let him host it? He said a lot of things against the LGBTQ community. How would you let him? Like, this is, so there was outrage on social media. So the Oscars came to him and I was like, Kevin, mm, we dug into your past that we've seen these tweets. Kevin was like, yeah, I tweeted those. And they're like, um, you are going to have to apologize for that. Kevin was like, yeah, I kind of acknowledge they are terrible tweets and yeah. I have apologized mm -hmm. for it. The Oscars like, yeah, for the Oscars, right? For a public thing like this, you have to apologize again. And not seeing the point in apologizing for something, not only has he apologized for it twice, he apologized okay. for it in 2010 a year after the event. And in 2015, when he was called out again, he did another apology, in, including it in his special. So it's not like it's a special, it's on Netflix, you can watch it almost every day. So he's apologized for this thing. The Oscars were like, no, until you issue another apology, you can't host it. So Kevin goes on Ellen and is like, I have an announcement. My dream to host the Oscars is over. I'm not going to host the Oscars anymore because this is, this is basically like holding the guy for ransom and there's a whole blowback. The Oscars get a ton of backlash, you know, for people who are like, give a person a chance. And it's not like he's apologized for the tweets, right? It's 10 years ago. And the thing is 10 years apart. So in 2019, Kevin Hart was not allowed to host the Oscars 
because of a tweet he sent out in 2009. That's crazy. I know. If it's supposed to be a punishment, in that 10-year gap, Kevin has grown. His position has changed. Again, aside everything, it was a joke. He's a comedian. It's not like he's a doctor who made a joke. He's a comedian who made a joke. And generally, I don't want people to be canceled for their work, right? Because a lot of practices, I know Nanikia and all everyone who works, their practices today that were, uh, would be unthinkable in 15 years. And there are things people in your work, in the position you're in, were doing like 10 years ago, you would not dream about doing it. It's, it's work, right? Even in medicine, fields evolve, fields grow, things change. We find better ways of doing things. Comedy it used to be very wrong, like very mm-hmm. bad. You listen to this guy who died a few years ago, a few well, years ago. Not Benny Mark. This, this, he was an an uncle on SNL, um, the daily weekend oh. update. Oh, he was very funny, I but he was oh, he made and even even there's so many comedians, Richie Pry and all these oldies, they made jokes that were funny then, but today we'll be like, Man, you can't you can't say oh, that. Yeah. They made right? a lot of jokes um for when 9-11 happened, a mm-hmm. lot of anti-Islamic mm-hmm. jokes. Yep, homophobic, um, Islamophobic yeah. jokes, a lot of yep. they've made a lot of homophobic jokes, they've made a lot of very bad jokes, right? Yeah. But it's their work. I generally and I like to that time. take away people's crafts from their personality. Most often your personality seeps into your craft. But but again, it's a craft. You remember, you know how people like Beyonce will tell you, when I'm on stage, I'm Sasha Fierce. When I'm at home, I am Beyonce, right? When they're mm-hmm. on stage, they're performing, you know, they're taking over, they're doing their own thing. Sakwadi, you don't expect Sakwadi to be walking at home doing ha, ha, ha. No, that's not the crap, right? <laughs> he, probably, he, probably, he probably do that. He he's probably, probably doing that. On, on stage, maybe. No, but on stage, maybe he's doing ha. But when he's talking to his kids, he's not doing... He's not doing that. You know, he's not doing that. So <laughs> generally, one I like... You, people, you, you know what time it is. You know what yeah, that he's is. Not, he's not walking around telling his I kids. I know he's saying... His, he probably say that to his son. When he's about to feed him, like, you know what time it is? Mm, No, I don't think he's doing that. But yeah, again, that's Kevin's story. And and that's what cancel culture looks like today. We we can go into your past. And and for those of you watching from Ghana, it happened to KDFU weeks or months ago. But they didn't cancel him though, right? Yeah, but again, that was the intention though. Let's let's start it so bad. And and I think he also got on top of things. He he apologized. I saw this he apology. Came out he, quickly. He oh, he's apologized like three times already for that. Yeah. He, he was a young man, not not justifying anything or anything. But this is the state of cancel culture today. Once we hear you up for something, Quisi is about to get a million dollar contract. We all go onto his Facebook, onto his Twitter, and we're doing keyword search. When did he ever say yeah, only, the only Kwame, only Kwame? When did he ever that. say the N word? We're just going to find something and then retweet and then make pe- make sure people are smear. We go on a smear campaign, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the state. That's how at least I see cancel culture now. How do you guys see okay. it? This is my now. It's a smear campaign. Whenever and I saw we saw this with Justice Kavanaugh when he was nominated for the Supreme Court. You know, we hear so many things that happened 30 years ago that were never reported to anyone. That You know, it's like once you're about to hit the bag, once you're about to make bread, everybody goes on your Twitter and does the keyword search. And that that at least that's what I see cancel culture to be. If oh, you're I what? think. Uh, okay, crazy. Yeah. Oh, ahead. yeah. I was just adding to what you're saying that, Charlie, I think uh, 
There are people that needs to be canceled, but the state of cancel culture right now, the gatekeepers are falling asleep, and they're letting <laughs> everybody get canceled now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, it's like you sneeze wrong and you you cancel. Like mm -hmm. I, I I get it. If for instance um, you're signed to a company, right, and mm -hmm. uh, for you're signed to Nike, and part of your contract says you can't wear Adidas on camera, at least on camera for the general mm -hmm. public to see. If you go wear Adidas and Nike starts a cancel whatever against you, they initiate the whole cancellation against you you deserve it right it's in your contract mm -hmm. but yeah. i'm saying if, if you go say something right uh for instance as we're talking about stories right i told you guys about the baby he was on stage mm -hmm. in florida mm -hmm. in his concert mm -hmm. after his concert he i don't know why he decided to do that but he decided to just run his muff and all well, he was yeah. saying yeah, yeah he was renting if you watch the video he was saying uh, if you're a girl uh, you like men put your 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 lighters yeah. up like your phone flashlight if you're this you're that then he got to the part where he says now fellas if you're a man and you don't want to put another man's private party your mouth in a parking lot you don't do that hey put your lighters up right um apparently it was homophobic and i don't it i don't homophobic. okay <laughs> okay um <laughs> Me telling a straight man, man right, that mm -hmm. I appreciate you liking girls and getting married, whatever, doesn't mean I hate um, homosexuals. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. we, 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 we talk about tolerating people, right? Let's tolerate everybody, right? Is it one side? Because it's beginning to look one-sided now, right? I get okay. it. In the 70s, they were hanging people for being um, gay. They were doing this. And we are against it. That is, that is horrific. We hate, let, let, we, we're not going to do that. Let's not do that. Let's enact laws that protect them. But me saying that I like Kojo because um, his girlfriend is pretty. He likes women, right? He, whatever. Doesn't mean I, I, I hate Fifi or um, Kwame for being gay. Right, unless I, mean, I go out, right? <laughs> I let, unless no, unless I go out of my way, unless mm -hmm. I go out and I open my mouth I, and I said I, I hate Kwame mm -hmm. for being gay. Mm -hmm. I think okay. me liking like one mm -hmm. side of the aisle doesn't mean I hate the other side mm -hmm. of the aisle, mm -hmm. right? So and that's it's about what time got from the baby's issue, though. Because clearly, sometimes you can make one sided statement and it could definitely mean multiple yeah but and but, also oof. he was on a platform speaking to thousands of people where mm -hmm. i'm sure there's definitely gay people in the crowd mm -hmm. I, I mean i don't think they are the gay checking what your sexuality is before you mm -hmm. get in so mm -hmm. imagine the gay people in the crowd at that time he was going off talking whatever but, doing well, whatever well, but, imagine how they would feel if the guy you paid money to come see is out there saying stuff like yeah, that. yeah but kukua um Let's be objective here and let's take the feelings a little bit. I know I don't want to say that's, let's not talk about feelings. What it it's is, feelings. No, no, no. But it, it, I understand, it right? The feelings is it's it's there. We respect people's how they feel, right? We protect mm -hmm. them. We 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 enact laws to protect them, right? But maybe we can say, okay, why didn't you give shout out to gay people? Like if you were coming from that 
that angle I understand, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was giving shout out. He didn't say he hated gay people. I mean, he and didn't I'm not supporting it. He didn't yeah, have to but, say that. saying shout out, put your light up if you're straight doesn't mean put your light down. That's if not you, what he if you said do. either. That's what he said. He, he was, said put your light up, right? If Maybe, you're not exactly. in a parking lot sucking dick. Exactly. Right? That that so he was an idiot. He okay, was an okay, idiot okay, for, okay. for saying foul <laughs> stuff, right? For let, saying. Let, let, let's see if we can bring this thing. I know we said a lot of things that can make this video demonetized. Like, we've used the oh, yeah. H word so many let's times. Get, and we've, we've really said a couple of things. Quizzy, not, not, not to. Not to. <laughs> I, I understand what Kuzi is saying, that we've created this world where it's always a duality. It's always either this or that. It, there's no okay. neutral ground. And, and I, I, I see why Nanekia would point to that. I, it's not even just what is said. It's how it's said. Exactly. The same statement can be said by two people in two different donations with two different vibes and it will mean two different things. I can come in here and be like, those of you wearing sweaters, put your lighters up. There are a couple mm-hmm. of us on the show right now wearing sweaters, right? Yeah. And I can say it in another way. Those of you who found it necessary to wear sweaters when it's cold outside, now put your lighters up. It's the <laughs> exact same, you know, um, idea being conveyed but one of them is talking directly at if you to if you without going to if you and so there are ways to sort of talk about these things right and get it get on the wrong side i i'm not very familiar with the the baby situation and honestly this is where my my age begins to show these days i can't keep up with the number of babies in hip-hop there's the baby, little baby, mama baby, dada it's, it's, baby. There's no mama baby. There's so there's, many babies. There's no mama baby. I, I don't know. I'm not your so familiar with. There's yeah, no I know. Baby. I, I there's agree. There's no mama baby. You know, when I hear, when I talk about hip hop, I'm talking about Jay Z, Nas, you know, Biggie, you your know, old And so yes, I know my age is showing. But but we see, I I completely like the fact that you brought our attention to it, and and. At least you educated some of us personally. And I like the I, fact I that he talked about, about um, tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. How that... he went that tangent. I really do, because I mean, everyone preach um, inclus like be inclusive, mm-hmm. accept people, yeah. inclusivity. Have, yes, have diverse right? views. Yes, mm-hmm. they cannot stand anything that Exa- is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's uh, if yeah, that's my whole point, right? Mm-hmm. You asking me to accept you, but you don't want to accept me. If you only, if I'm not, I get it. If I'm disrespecting you, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to not accept me because I'm a disrespectful mother, yeah. Mother, yeah. Mother, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. But if your whole movement is about me accepting you for who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't you accept me for who I am minus the idiot side of me? <laughs> I don't want anybody to accept the idiot side of me. And the idiot, the idiotic side of me is me saying, uh or well, f you f you f your mama do this uh i don't like it like that is me going off like an idiot right but if i mm-hmm. say that my side is uh me and kojo we are straight let's go to a straight uh straight um nightclub and pick up chicks 
right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I hate gay clubs. That, I don't that, want to be gay clubs. No, yeah, but, that, right? that it's how, not... no, no, it can mean that. Again, it's how I'm I say, I get no, it. That I, is I'm why trying, I, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying that don't take my idiotic you can't, side. You can't choose how people react though. Exactly. No, 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 no. If I, I mean, say, I, I don't know, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. If, 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 uh, if I'm, um, spewing out hate right mm-hmm. you have every right to come for me right okay. but if i say oh uh for instance there's a pride um uh, first every june i think june mm-hmm. right in chicago okay mm-hmm. i bet you if somebody should start a straight fest in july <laughs> they're gonna get canceled uh, yeah i agree, well, that's a re- I agree. Um, someone actually tried and that's the reason right? why they would get canceled. the question yeah the question is it's like saying the all white matter thing right mm-hmm. why would you why would you cancel them i, I have a question anybody can answer because me. it's it's a boycott basically a boycotting them for their struggle how but yeah, how yeah, am i boycotting you in july there's history behind these movements okay mm-hmm. black lives matter yeah. same thing let me finish please mm-hmm. so black lives matter is a big example because right now it's like hogwash nobody cares about it when someone says hashtag black lives matter nobody really pays attention to it anymore and you know why because the people on the other side literally boycotted it for doing exactly what you just said someone should do by saying well all lives matter well why lives matter nobody's saying they didn't matter but there's a reason why we were i was in the street i was out here in seattle protesting for black lives matter because i was straight up how thank you so how would you feel with people out there saying well every life matter you guys are idiots go go sit down no so when people start doing the Mm anti-movement it kind of camouflages or just erases everything that you are fighting for the the Mm. human right you okay, interesting. I, I have a That's question. Crazy, one, one, one second. Before we dive into this whole movement, counter movement mm-hmm. conversation, which is another lovely conversation we can get into, Let, let's get back to cancel culture. Else, the two of you will be cancelled. <laughs> me, me yeah. I, I, I can cancel the two of you. I can, but but before I cancel, let me go back to the comments. The comments are coming in thick and fast. Um, quick. Kwame was worried that if he had commented something that Kwesi said, it wouldn't have been read. Kwame, I, I completely yeah, agree Kwame, with that's you. true. Um, Kwesi went off on you. He put out your 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 secrets. Um, you can't spill the beans <laughs> no, like that. No, no. I was just using his a name. There's one million Kwames <laughs> in the world. <laughs> okay, using, my brother, my brother is named Kwame. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know we're pulling <laughs> your legs, right? I know, I know. So, uh, if uh, don't don't pay no attention to Kwame. Well, um, Glenn is giving you a shout out. Shout out to the thirty-five k. Oh, Glenn. Um, we we're not going to explain the thirty-five k. Yeah, Glenn, you're gonna be cancelled. Glenn, Glenn is cancelled. Um, Erequa is saying hello, everyone. Hello, Erequa. It's nice Hi. to see you on the show again. It's been a minute. Um. People are laughing at my baby. mama baby thing. Listen, it's not my fault. Again, it's, it shows my Your age. age is showing, how can um, you even say mama baby? Uh, listen, Ooh, I can't, I can't baby. keep up with the numerous musicians who come up. And the thing no, is, the baby's know, the baby's mom is mama baby. There oh my go. goodness! There now both of you, Thank is that actually a real thing? No, no, but but Nanika, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nanika and if you are listening to me again, I'm going to say another thing that's going to make my age. Shrink. But the thing is, at first, whenever I tune into the radio, I don't even know need to know that musician's name i the you Roy. know i hear yeah. one two 
three and to the four. You're not going to tell me that that's that Snoop, right? When I yeah. hear M, I, nobody's going to tell me, oh, that's Eminem. When I hear Kanye, but these days, I hear Eminem, 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 They all sound Eminem, the same. And I'm like, <laughs> which one is that? They're like, they're okay. like, little baby. I'm like, okay, little baby sings like that. Then next thing I hear, Eminem, 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 I'm like, who is that? They're like, the baby. I'm the like, baby. Oh, that's little baby. They're like two different you know? people. Okay. Then him and him and I'm like enough. I it's one way. <laughs> it's the same sound. It's the same name. Like come on, be original. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my age <laughs> is showing. Rashid is saying I agree with Kwesi, but someone but someone makes two statements. Half of the people in the room are mad versus half of the people are not mad. People <laughs> do seem to prefer the latter. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, again, it, it's it's all about speaking, public speaking. Like, there's so many times it, it would be right to go and tell someone, oh, what you did was so foolish. But we're like, no, what you did wasn't very smart. It's the exact exactly. same That's thing. That's the way to say but it. How to say it is key. Like, even the same statement, like, you can tell someone, someone will be like, man, what you did was so not smart. That was the dumbest thing you could do. And someone will be like, hey, my friend, that was, that was not, that was pretty dumb, you know? Like, yeah. And it's the same statement that was made. But it one would make you, one would tear you down and the other one would, yeah, it will bring you down friend. a little, but, you know, you'd yeah. survive. Imagine you get to your boss's office on a Monday morning and he gives you a hairdresser, like, man. Last week, you really goofed on the meat. Like, you know, you cost us so much money. And another boss is like, man, what you did has really set us back. We need to re-strategize, figure out a way to deal with this. I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I want you to know we're in your corner. We're, we're... You would have lost the same amount of money, but one of them, you might quit your job. And the other one, you'd be like, listen, it's a thing. You know? And so it's important. Um, and I think, especially in the day of cancel culture, we the people speaking should be mindful knowing that what you're saying can get you can especially if you have a big platform like exactly. seriously exactly like when you have a big platform like oh, no that I, I agree with that like you and I you didn't, you didn't, let, you didn't let me take my, fa- my no small fake brag oh no go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead if you have a big platform like the Casa podcast you always to your listeners come on let me let me do a little but Jack if you're here and you haven't yet subscribed come on hit that subscribe button leave a like on this one um a share would be really appreciated I'm not big oh I'm I'm really small we're now growing like we're now we're now getting there um getting started but but we see you're getting a lot of support um Amanda is saying I agree with Chrissy Liberals are the most intolerant people. And let me say something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a reason why, see, they're very, and Amanda is right. Liberals always lose. And they will forever lose. Hey, I'm hey, just hey. saying it, you're turning right? my platform into a very right. No, 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 no. no. I have a lot of yeah, no, 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 no. It's not. It's because yeah. see, every you know that thing they say that. Um, Everybody is a tough guy to the real tough guy shows up. Wait, and so it's, it's, not it's, PY, though. Let's, let's, not, let's not do, let's not do politics on here. Uh, I, yeah. I agree to a degree with a statement that, yeah, and think about it. It's in the name progressive, conservative. Conservatives uh-huh. want things to be as they are. The same and you way. can't change things if you want things to be as they are. Sometimes you it's have to take that side. You know, you have to take a hammer to the glass ceiling and shatter it. And and, yeah. and again, it's in the name. 
it's in the name. If you're going to be progressive, you're going to have to break some mold. You have to break how society is. And and as much as we may not like some liberal ideas, I am a liberal. I'm a libertarian. I push for a lot of progressive stuff. It's only when it comes to finances that I'm very conservative because I want my money <laughs> to stay in my pocket. I, I don't want my money to go anywhere. But yeah, it, it, it has to be like that. Things have to change when people say, hey, no more of this. And so... Yeah. I, I can see when when people are reluctant to change and you're like, we got to change. Like, why can't yeah, I but, be racist anymore? But, yeah, because it's not Kujo, good to be racist. Kujo, right? Kujo, 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 we want yes, people sir. to change, right? Mm -hmm. But are we going to change ourselves? Oh, yeah. yeah because I mean, it, it, it looks one-sided, right? It's Usually, not pretty. No, no, no. No, but 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 crazy, crazy. No, what I'm about, saying is, about no, let me finish. Wait, wait, let me wait, finish. Wait. Let me no, finish. No, no, no. I want you to wait and explain it to us again. So conservatives mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. progressives or liberals yeah. change. So there's a uh -huh. change and there's a no change movement. How exactly. would the push for change not be one sided? No, what I'm saying is from this is not back to the cancel culture. Hi, not God. politics. I'm just messing with politics. I'm just messing with No, no, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay on a cancel culture and not mm -hmm. go into politics. Mm -hmm. When I said a liberal, or whatever, I was just messing with you guys. I was joking. Okay. Fine. Okay. But let's stick to the cancel culture, right? Mm -hmm. You're canceling somebody for mm -hmm. something somebody said, mm -hmm. right? Don't you think sometimes we should try to understand, like, okay, why is he saying so much nonsense? Right? Why is he saying so much dumb stuff? Like, mm -hmm. where is he coming from that makes him say this this much dumb stuff? In your opinion, as to in your right, in my opinion, yeah. Why is he right? saying so much many dumb stuff? In my opinion, how I perceive it, because mm -hmm. to him, it's, it's so we live in the same building, but we got different views, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Telling you how things look from his view or her view and you're telling them from your view and so yes what they're saying is dumb to you and what you're saying is dumb to them and that's why at the beginning of the conversation i was like instead of polarizing instead of looking away from each other and canceling each other let's yeah. let us start a conversation and you guys know that that's, all, that's what i'm yeah. saying that that actually I, i'm glad that you brought the, up the yeah, baby because the baby wasn't actually canceled he was called out and then the lgbt group actually um gave him an olive branch they they asked him to come and talk because it might just be ignorance mm -hmm. and he did he accepted yeah, he was it educated. and now we and move they, forward yeah they canceled so he him he's dead they canceled him no he wasn't the baby i don't know if you know that much about the baby me i canceled him meaning that now no one listens to his music mm. that's no not one. even true i mean he has low ratings because his music is for me is trash, trash. but it used to be like exactly his music exactly. was popping right then he yeah, made that comment trash, though. right yeah. he made that comment it was a it was a no he lost endorsements like he it was downhill from there let's let's let, let's get back to the comments we'll and we'll get back to, we're that. going to we're going to finish this episode on a nice note but let <laughs> yeah. me get through some of the comments glenn is saying tolerance is a beautiful subject until it's in this it is in situation yes sir yes sir then 
there are definitions people redefine what tolerance is i completely agree we all love tolerance until it is time for us to tolerate others and then we exactly. start doing semantics with it Quasi just can't read the room that is what michael is saying. My- michael the rest of the comments i don't, I don't even know what that means don't mind him don't mind him it really looks one-sided absolutely uh, like i said again it's this is a joke but conservation and liberation would always look one-sided one-sided yes. conservation is like let's not change anything let's we love it how it yes. is and oh we love like, slavery yeah. slavery was i think that is kind of how it works and again it's That's not a bad way. thing it's it's the discussion it's the discussion um yes. so basically Quisi says oh come on I'm not reading this Kwame. I'm not reading this Kwame. Your comments will get you cancelled. Kwame, it's true. You can't come on my show and do that very soon. Yes, everybody agrees. Kwame, your comments might get you cancelled from the show. But again, um, for those of you who joined the show, we've been talking about cancelling, cancel culture, what it looks like, where it came from, how it's going today. And I, I learned a lot today in the show that the baby for me all the babies are the same one of them has been cancelled and you know old people old people problems but before we're going to end with my last question but before we do there's something Nanikia brought up that I want us to revisit and I'm going to read two comments two main comments and then we're going to share our thoughts on it and we'll go um we Kwesi Kwesi shared a, an article with us, and I'm going to put it up on the screen for those of you um, watching and for those of you listening. I'm going to tell you exactly what the article is about. And so, for those of you watching, I have the article up. I'm going to scroll all the way to the top. It's from the Pew Research Center, and if anyone is watching or listening who works at Pew, that's my dream job. So, guys, get me in. Get me in. I, I need a job at a research center like that. Uh-huh. Now that I'm done announcing my career prospects, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Americans and cancel culture. Where some see calls for accountability, others see censorship and punishment, which has been the whole conversation. I think some people agree. Nanekia pointed out there's an accountability bit. And some of us do see this punishment thing where we don't think anybody is being held accountable. It's just punishment and these two comments stood out to me so this is a man in his 60s who is a moderate democrat and so a moderate um um progressive liberal liberal, you know center 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 and (laughs) (laughs) why is it accountability if presented appropriately that is cancel culture that's exactly what calling someone out does it makes them hopefully it makes them or hopefully forces them to consider the nature of their actions either consciously or unconsciously and it can add a stigma to feeling free to be offensive without forethought which is what the advocates of cancel culture would tell you this is the aim this is what we're trying to do we're trying to make people more aware make people more sensitive to the things they're saying so that if whether or not you're thinking about it consciously or unconsciously you, you're giving thought to your action and then and then then this whole free speech free speech thing comes with some stigma yeah yeah i know i have free speech but i owe it to my audience to do better because there's a cost to be paid that that's what this this comment 
basically suggests. And then there's another comment. Why is it a punishment? From a more conservative leaning respondent. There's a woman in, also in her 60s. And, and she's like, how can we know what others find offensive? It is too easy to be offended and not even try to understand the issue. Have a discussion or debate. Everyone should be able to express their opinions and then agree to disagree rather than being close-minded and offended. Too often, people say, accept diversity, but are unwilling to listen to the ideas of others. These these comments, and, and, and I think after reading it, you guys see exactly why these comments stood out to me. This has been like the central theme of Chrissy's main presentation. We always advocate for tolerance, be, be willing to listen to others, be willing to engage, but we're not willing to engage. We're closed-minded. What we think is right is right, and everything everyone else thinks is dumb. And, and this is where a lot of the people who give pushback to this whole cancel culture notion are coming from. It's like the, the, the desire to engage, the desire to debate is gone. It's like, you either agree with me or, or you know, or you're, you're the bad guy. Yeah, you either agree with me or you're dumb, which is exactly how a lot of people feel. But I don't think that's how we feel, Kwesi, um, even though I'm not a very pro um, cancer. I mean, like on uh, PY, on PY mm -hmm. radio, we, we, we tolerate a lot of people, right? We let them yeah. go, mm -hmm. right? We don't, we don't cancel people until they start, they cross the line. They they, they, the line. It, yeah, when it gets a little personal, they're like, okay. And even that, we don't cancel them. They, they allow to come back. But right? imagine if PY Radio had like this huge following, right? And mm -hmm. we had like thousands of people come on every time. Yeah. And yeah, someone said these things the first time, we would be held accountable. That, that is the cancel culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. right there, we would let them know, right? Letting people like that come no. to our platform. Yeah, but we, we will counter them right there. Hmm. And say that, <laughs> hey guy, Kofi, hey Kwame, Kwame Bronx, relax. <laughs> now, <laughs> you're, not... now you're adding oh, standards. Now that's specific. Oh, no, no, me and Kwame's beef is personal and it's everywhere. Okay. It's like, it's okay. on site. It's, on, it's always on site. <laughs> okay. Before, before, we, <laughs> we take this, before we take this beef to our council grave, um, uh, our council culture grave i have a last question for you guys and mm -hmm. we'll be wrapping up the show guys it's been amazing having you guys on yeah. here and for those of you who've been watching we, we really appreciate it it's a conversation that's gotten everybody all gingered up and i think we can go for days if you allowed us yeah. but our podcast shouldn't go for two hours i, I think we should start thinking no. of wrapping up and so now i have a big question for every one of you before you go where do you think this is going? How do you see cancel culture in the next few years? What do you think the future of this movement is? Nanekia, I know, so, I have a funny feeling you are pro-cancel culture. And so I want I'm, to know... I'm a, I'm a little pro because it served its purpose in the past. Okay. Like right now, it's watered down. Like, mm -hmm. And where it's going, which is your mm -hmm. question now, mm -hmm. I think people, it will get to a point where people will not pay attention anymore. Mm. It will just be mm. that one thing where, oh, hashtag cancel Nanikia and people are like well what did she do i think we are getting to that point where people are just not going to jump on the bandwagon anymore because we've seen what cancel culture has turned into i support it because of how it started 
it held people accountable it actually got people um all victims some justice and this is not even for people who said things mm-hmm. these were people who actually did things and i i know you guys are saying oh someone said this 10 15 years ago for me if you're a victim of like a sexual assault at a workplace for that matter and you probably spoke up got fired and all that 20 years later 30 years later if you are getting some justice that is what council culture was doing and mm-hmm. i fully support in that example is Stephen um Weinstein um Bill Cosby Al Kelly they all started getting canceled in recent years but they did these horrific things years ago and mm. people were not speaking at that time mm. so council culture is bringing these things to light but right now or where it's going yeah i don't think nobody will pay attention anymore mm. and it's sad but that's the world we live in i think something else will pop up and we will all again jump to that <laughs> and see how that works so that's my take yeah that's interesting i i think i share some of the sentiments in there um, i don't see where it's going to be a very lovely place but quizy what do you think it's the future of cancel culture um there's no future man there's no future it's 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 Straight it's what it yeah i'm just going to say what it is man it's there's no future it's watered down the problem mm-hmm. with i think what started this whole thing is we didn't have enough um options legally to hold people accountable mm. yep and when mm. that problem is there people took it upon themselves to start mm-hmm. canceling people right mm-hmm. yeah let's advocate for better laws that protect people better laws that if you incite like violence that. will come for you mm-hmm. sit yeah. you down find evidence mm-hmm. and whatever we want to do lock you up whatever house arrest do it because this whole cancel cancellation thing it, it, it's going nowhere man mm. Mm. It, it's it's people's it's feelings like me against you now like if i have uh one mm. million followers and i don't like you quite joke because she says mm-hmm. something I just go inside my followers to come and follow you and cancel you right mm. it's 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 getting a little messy it he has mm. gotten a little messy and to me I don't think he has any future it's di- it's a dying breed it's dying yeah. and, and, okay and it's what it is that's interesting but I saw some applause from Nanikia I think you you did touch on a few things that we we basically yeah um yeah uh, you've been sitting on the sidelines for a while Yeah. We're there ringing the bell round one. Naneki and Kwesi. We were there scratching our heads like. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, why, well, where do you think it's going? To them. It um, I think it as they said it's not going anywhere. I mean, um it's sort of it's one of those things where, you know, things will come up and everyone will jump on it and then afterwards it just washes down. you just go your way. I think what Chrissy said, there used to be laws, but you know, when people of power do wrong things, it's yeah. hard for them to, you know, it's a society. Mm-hmm. We could try to be perfect as much as we want, but money is power. So mm-hmm. then they realize, okay, if there are some laws, but they are not getting the justice they deserve. So let's do it as people. And you know, people coming together is like a strong force so that is yep. where the council culture was very you know i had that much power but now it's like we've already put people on their toes you put the 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 i mean people in the hype with the I'm, what do you call them in government here 
on their toes and now everyone is conscious and everyone that don't want to look like they're not taking anyone seriously mm-hmm. and so if you do something wrong yes the law is going to deal with you now so we don't need to do that now it's more personal and you know simple beef and then yeah. you just feel like okay i'm not going to deal with this person anymore which is it's fine it's just not going anywhere as much as we thought it was um the chapel said now um the internet is not a real place so he whatever i say on the internet is not really coming for him yeah interesting uh i i think i disagree with the three of you for the first time i disagree okay. with all three of you okay um cancel culture has achieved a lot and will continue to achieve a lot it starts the conversation it's going to change it's going to morph it's going to grow into something else it's not it's not going to go away just like that for a long time we all knew a lot of bad things that were happening it's like who am i to talk about it hey, who, who, who am i to say something like you know we we didn't want to engage we didn't want to confront these things head on now we called people out we started a movement social media helped now we hold our lead people go and at the president and ask for accountability we go and at companies shops like these things we tell them and and the beautiful thing is what i think we never mentioned on here is it's become about the bottom line listen companies are changing their whole operations not because they're good people and they suddenly grew a conscience but now it's affecting their bottom line people are changing their overarching policies like when nike when all these companies used to go and use all these horrible practices just so they would make a profit look at what happened with colin kaepernick and kaepernick took a knee it's like ah this is another guy just yelling and people were like okay we're going to all take a knee the nfl had a decision do you go against the social justice movement or you embrace it? What did the NFL did? They buckled. They embraced it because yeah. it's at the, at the end of the day it's affecting their bottom line. The NBA, Black Lives Matter. When we're in the bubble, the NBA and the governor uh, commissioner had a decision to make. If you don't embrace this and amplify the voice of your players, we're not going to watch you again. We're going to boycott the NBA. Before we realized, the NBA started spray painting Black Lives Matter on the court. Players were taking a knee at the NBA finals. When it comes to people's money, people would suddenly grow a conscience. And that is what cancel culture does. When we tell artists, if you don't stop saying this dumb stuff, nobody's going to stream your videos. Suddenly, they, they get corporate. They, get, they, they stop being corner boys and then they become corporate tech um, thinkers. And this is what social media, um, cancel culture is going to do. It's going to steer the conversation that way. We always realize when you appeal to people's morality, people's values, people's conscience, it never works. But when you appeal to the money back, bottom line. when yeah. you start touching them where it hurts. Hit them yeah. People are going to sit up, and so yes, it, it's going to evolve. It's not. I mean, going, I think not it's not going to I, I think it has evolved. Could you? It I has. Think people it are has. conscious, and, and that is why it I'm has. saying so the state, the state of cancel culture now, and what is going to be. I see it's going to change. Yes, of course. Now you tweet, tweet, tweet. Nobody's going to mind you. Let's tweet. Let's tweet. No, but when you and and there's the there's a graphic and there's a research to prove this. Before 2016. 
consumerism was a very liberal thing. Progressives were the consumers. And they were boycotting issues and they were boycotting stuff. And then in 2020, we saw a big shift. Now, um, conservatives are now exercising consumerism. They are boycotting stuff too. Whenever progressive boycott Chick-fil-A for the issues and the positions they take, conservatives boycott Chick-fil-A. They go and eat from Chick-fil-A even if they don't want to. And so now you'd see that you start a movement, Black Lives Matter, and then they start another movement. Now, everybody has seen the power of organization. But the thing with the power of organization is soon you're asking for a table. Now sit down and tell us what you think. And if you've realized, this is why people like Kanye West go and wear white life master t-shirts. At first, it would just be a t-shirt they wear. But now they'll put a mic in front of you and be like, okay, so now explain it. And that's going to be the future of cancel culture. You make noise, enough noise, people will take notice of you. And then they'll put a mic in front of you and be like, now explain the stuff you're saying. And if you're full of horse, you'd be exposed. If you're full of hot air, you'd be exposed. So I think we're never going to stop canceling people. We, we're never going to be, you know, we're not going to get rid of the threat of being canceled. Because even on the show, we're being mindful of the things we're saying. Because in the back of our mind... You know that one day, someone would dig this up. <laughs> there are several times I see a tweet and I write a comment. And in the back of my mind, like, I would be cancelled someday for this. And then delete, 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 delete. That is the power of um, cancel culture. And that is how it's going to shape the conversation going forward. So it's not going to die. We would wish. A lot of people are like, can this go away? No. It's like the traffic light. It's like offside in football. It's here to stay. Learn to play with the offside. Before offside came and when they introduced, ah, everything is offside. We don't like it. Now strikers learn to play in the offside system. And so we're all going to learn to live in the system where we're held accountable for our actions. Where if you said something and your company doesn't like it, you're being fired. You, fired. Yep. you, can't, you can't say the internet is not a real place or so I'm going to go down there and insult people. No, no, no. That's the culture we are going to grow up in. Kids of tomorrow are not going to have to be told about council culture. They, they're conscientized. They grow up in the system. Yeah. They yeah. know what's okay and what's not okay. And so that that's kind of the future. It's changing the world. And if you, you either change with it or you turn into a dinosaur and die away. <laughs> and so that's kind of my take on it. That That's my future of council culture. Interesting. Did I change your minds? Not really, no. Hey, hey. no, no. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody's mind was it's, changed. Uh, yeah. it's, I if think, we had enough I think, time, I would have told you why. But okay. It's, it's, yeah. uh, I so, think it's easy It's easy to call people out. Mm-hmm. We, guys, we, do you want us to do this? The, dis, uh, the, the disadvantage <laughs> of cancel culture. We, we, we go past that. Yeah, I thought we were wrapping that, up. That is, that is what I'm going to do. So if you're on mm-hmm. here and you're in the mm-hmm. comment section, let us know if you want this conversation to go on. We want to do part two. Maybe next week we can continue on the cancel culture episode. And then we can start about, we can start discussing the future and a few other things. So if you're on here and you want a repeat, just leave a like or a thumb down in the comment section, a thumbs up in the comment section. Let's just see how many, oh yeah, Maxwell is saying go on. So long as we get the comments coming in, we would definitely, we would definitely keep the, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. Um, we're going to wrap up the show right um i'm going to read a few comments and then thank you so much for joining um jane is saying well well said kwesi kwesi a lot of people definitely agreed with some of the things you said culture is sometimes correction culture 
it's like not that. always bad. Man, Ajafrin Poma, I really love that comment. It is correction culture. And sometimes we correct but, it and then we but go But it's on. sometimes bad, right? Hey, you are going to respond. Let's you're, not you're get not, into You're it. not responding to any comments. <laughs> you, you're done for the day. <laughs> um, Kwejo, I share the same sentiment. Now, I don't just tweet because I feel it has to i feel it has to be said i think about it what i could potentially lose at the moment or later absolutely now we're learning we're learning yeah. human beings are adaptive we're adapting to this cancel culture lifestyle and we're all changing little by little it's not big but in 10 years you see that there's things that nobody ever says and it's because we've been conscientized yeah. to not be, yeah. be more sensitive um, Opoku Fodjo is saying go on Opoku it's good to see you Jane is saying go on so guys um, the audience has spoken we're going to have to run it back we're going to run cancel culture back for episode 67 um, it's been wonderful having you on the show I don't think we've gone this far into a show it's an yeah. hour and 26 minutes but it's been wonderful thank you so much for joining the Casa podcast today we've had some wonderful people in the building we've had some wonderful comments and we've been growing and we've been learning personally I've learned so much about the baby and cancel culture today we're going to continue the conversation <laughs> Same time next week is Cancel Culture Part 2. We're going to hear more from Chrissy, more from Nanakia. If you're we're going to sit on the background looking pretty. And I'll just, like, just observe. Them. I'm not going to jump into this. I'm not <laughs> going to jump into this. But guys, wonderful show. Thank you so much for coming. And guys, once again from the tribe, it's... Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.